0: Tell. Thanks Dean Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Wisconsin Music Podcast This week we have artist Ben Mulwana M-U-L-W-A-N-A In his bio it says Ben Mulwana is a Uganda-born and raised artist residing in Wisconsin Ben released his debut EP Wano W-A-N-O N-A-A-W-E in june of 2019 ben's most recent released work is his single lies of the devil available on all streaming platforms and he is set to release his next project in spring of 2022 his soulful lyrics and a diverse range of musical inspiration ben's music has a storytelling quality that is both unique and familiar playing various shows from new york to minnesota and everywhere in between he strives to share his heart through his music with everyone he meets Um, I'll add the social media links in the description below, but you can check them out at benmoana.com, which is B-E-N-M-U-L-W-A-N-A.com, facebook.com slash benmoana, youtube.com slash benmoana, and instagram.com slash ben, M-U-L-W-A-N-A, So let's get right into the conversation with Ben. I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you enjoy his music. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Wisconsin Music Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. So we have Ben, hopefully I'm going to say this right, Moana.
1: Oh, you did. You did. I always tell people it's, uh, it's like saying Moana, the princess, a Disney princess. But you throw an L and a U in there. That's, that's about
0: it. Why don't you give us your music origin story? How did you get started in the music and kind of like the path that you took to where you are now today?
1: Yeah. So I started playing uh, music in high school and I, and I should say music. I started playing guitar in high school um, and it was honestly to impress this girl that I really liked uh, who had mentioned that um, she really liked guitar players. I don't even remember what we were talking about. She just said that and I knew I was in trouble. So <laughs> I, thought, uh, I thought, okay, I need to fix that and. I went home and my sister actually played a few chords, um, so she showed me a few chords that um, that I used to kind of pick up uh, the guitar. And then I listened to a ton of John Mayer because he was in at the time. And uh, so yeah, I I picked up and started playing. Uh, so some friends who kept you know inspiring me. And the first song I actually played for that girl was "Slow Dancing in a Burning Room," which uh, was a terrible song choice um, because it you know the lyrics just don't match. Uh, what I was feeling, but I thought it was a cool song. And, um, after that, you know, in college, I was playing with the church. And then after that, uh, in 2019, actually, uh, is when I wrote my first EP. Um, and until up to that point, the music I had with relationship with, uh, the relationship I had with music was one more of just a kind of like a fun thing that I enjoyed doing and playing out. But, um, I wanted to take it more to the next level. Um, so I started writing and started, uh, it actually helped me process a lot of things that I had never said before out loud and um, things that I wanted people to hear and wanted people to know. Um, and that's when I started writing uh, music in 2019 and uh, on Naui was my very first EP.
0: Very cool, very cool. So we, we talked about being in, in you know, Music in in school. Um, Is anybody in your sister, you said, showed you a few chords. Anybody else in your family that's musical?
1: Yeah. um, Actually, the whole family is uh, my dad and mom met in college uh, in actually like kind of a church choir, college choir type of thing. Um, They sing a lot. My dad plays the guitar and he had this old Yamaha. I remember um, growing up. That's actually what I learned on because it was the only guitar in the house. I didn't play. Um, but he's musical. My sisters sing. Um, my brother plays electric and, uh, guitar and he plays piano. So the whole family kind of, uh, I think maybe just it's in the blood or something
0: like that. Cool. Yeah. Um, I come from a musical family as well. You, you look like you have, you have like a whole setup around you. You had a keys. What else do you play? Um, saxophones my main instrument. Okay. And I would say drums would probably be my second Underneath that, and then guitar, and then a little bit of keyboard. Um, I have to learn all the instruments because I'm a band director, so I know a little bit of all that, but gotcha. those are my main instruments, though. That's really cool. That's really cool. So, why don't we kind of start talking about the venues that you have performed at? You know, I know COVID has hindered a lot of that over the last couple of years, but why don't you kind of talk a little bit about the venues you? like playing at and venues that you shoot for and kind of the ones that you're hoping to land in the next three to five years. Okay,
1: ma'am. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I was ready for that last question. I have it in my head, but here we go. Okay, go for it. Uh, venues I've played at, I've played quite a, I started playing quite a bit in Kenosha when I first started playing. And so Sassy B's, all the kind of like local bars, uh, TG's, um, is where I played at a lot. Rustic road. Um, I, do you, are you familiar with Kenosha at all? or?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm here in Racine, so the, they're just the city right below me. Yeah,
1: okay. Fair enough. Yeah, so I um, actually played in Racine uh, once or twice. Um, George Turban at an open mic, Taste of Soul, which is just one of the highest energy, awesome places um, you know, to be. It was just fantastic. And um, Divino Gelato. Um, I saw the Oscillators play there once, and uh, it was kind of a dream of mine to play there, too. Um and then, outside of uh, Wisconsin, um, or outside of Kenosha, actually, there's a lot of Milwaukee uh, venues. Uh, some of the venues that are on my bucket list, um, you know, three to five years, obviously, are in Milwaukee. The back uh, room of Colectivo, I would really, really love to play that. It's really fun. Um, maybe the rave, too, just because, you know, it's really cool to maybe see it. But, yeah, we played the rave. It was really cool. Um uh, other than that, you know, I, I think whatever comes comes from Milwaukee. I, haven't, uh, I haven't really put uh, too much else on the bucket list as far as that. Um, outside of Wisconsin, I play a lot of, uh, Chicago. Um, the subterranean, um, has been really, really cool place too. Um, I'm hooked up with a company there called So Far uh, Sounds, um, which makes shows out of interesting venues that they find. So sometimes it could be, you know, um, a bowling uh, bowling alley, a boxing ring, or a clothes store, a salon, uh, someone's house. Uh, so we played a lot of uh, stages in Chicago, which are not necessarily stages. Um, the Den Theater was one that was a stage, which was um, also amazing. Um, and then they also do a bunch of shows outside of, obviously, Chicago, Minneapolis, all these other places. Um, so I've been lucky enough to tour with them. Um, stages that are on my bucket list, like I said, Summerfest. Actually, I have not played Summerfest yet. I really would love to. Um, Mile of Music was on my bucket list for this year, and we just played that here. Um, so that was uh, unreal. I I can't. I hope we get to do it again. I really, really do. It's uh just an amazing time um yeah but so for now next three four years um the rave summer fest something like that would be awesome
0: cool very cool and with covid hitting um have you done like live streaming or concerts or anything like that
1: yeah um so with covid coming around obviously i think everybody had to learn to you know adjust and um i guess retune um I've been doing, so far it does a couple of virtual shows that I've been uh, lucky enough to be part of. Um, there's another place called Sessions Live that is um, also kind of a global online platform for artists. Um, so I signed up or I applied um, to play with them or to play on their platform um, a little while ago and I got in. So uh, most of what I'm going to kind of focus on, especially going into the... Um, spring and winter here that we're going into and things look really uncertain is uh, maybe setting up a weekly, monthly type of thing uh, on those platforms. Um, but yeah, those are platforms that I've been uh, playing with in 2020 as well.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the the local scene attitude, like the positives that you have experienced. Um, what things have you seen that's in the places that you've played that's really positive?
1: I'm um, the one place that sticks like sticks out right away uh, is Appleton. Um, man, I do I don't know I don't know what's in the water there, but everybody is so receptive, super welcoming, and um, something that you actually I guess don't get to see too much is there is a desire for original music, um, which is I I think maybe. It was a shocker to me because all the other places I had played at, um, you kind of get one, you get two, three-hour shows. And I mean, I haven't been writing that long, so I don't have that many songs. Um, But, you know, you play covers and uh, you kind of watch a little bit in the audience. And sometimes people will seem a little bit more receptive for cover music and a song they know. um, And they would want to stick around maybe more for that. And even if you mix it up and play some of your original music, um, you'll get the occasional you know, person that comes up and says hey, do you know any, you know, name the musician, Jason Mraz, or do you know any, you know, Ed Sheeran or whatever. And then um, that's kind of the attitude in a lot of other places. Um, I think in, uh, let's say Kenosha mainly, um, but Appleton is one of the ones that sticks out um, to me because actually when I got booked to play there, the initial uh, kind of question i got from uh, my promoter was hey uh so you're only playing original music right um and that was just kind of a shock because i didn't i didn't i wasn't used to hearing that from anyone um i think people normally try to book you as you know what type of presence you're gonna bring in is it an ed sheeran vibe or is it a, you know a bob marley vibe or some other vibe from okay. you know someone else, not yourself so that's kind of the attitude um is that maybe a little bit what you're... Yeah.
0: yeah, exactly, yeah. And then I was going to say, we can kind of flip the coin and what do you see some of the struggles happening in the local scene that you think need improvement upon? Um, man,
1: uh, so as far as the local scene in Kenosha, um, I've seen it grow. and I've seen it go from um, really just one particular uh style or one particular uh, genre of vibe, or of feel of, of, of music, uh, which is kind of classic rock. Um, a lot of is, is what was kind of prevalent uh, when I first started out. Um, it's really cool things. I've seen some of the new bands that have come around um, in Kenosha and, the, and uh, the bands that have been kind of doing their own thing and playing their own shows, not necessarily a show like as a background music. Um, a lot of bands have really started to do an actual um presentation an actual show where people buy tickets and come in uh a lot of bands are playing a lot original original music uh which has been really cool and there is so many different genres obviously with, pe- with people different ages coming in a lot of people like rap a lot of people like even just you know uh spoken word and things like that there's shows being um hosted and born uh with just that type of vibe so that's uh um, I that I seen that I thought was a problem when I had first started and now I'm seeing that it's it's turning around it's changing um, not necessarily um, I don't think it's openly re- re- received um, right away but it is changing uh, and I think it will get there
0: before um, off we're not off camera but before I really started the show with you we kind of talked about where you are now in your recording space yep. that you're finishing up. Um, but you talked about your current, not your current project. Well, it is your current project because you haven't finished the next one yet. But the one that came out in 2019, why don't you kind of give the listeners some details on creating that album?
1: So um, the one, now, that one that was the one in 2019, um, I was in kind of a difficult situation or a different different a different kind of type of uh stage in my life I was waiting on um my permanent residency um because I'm obviously not american um, and that process was so uh, strenuous, expensive, long, um agonizing because you just really didn't know what was um you know what was going to happen was where well, am I going to receive the papers I'm looking for Um, are they just going to deny me? Can I make any plans for the future? Can I not? Can I even book a show? Because you might even book a show two months out and then, nope, you got to leave and and head out of the country. Um, so a lot of where I was writing from was that space. Um, especially the song Wano Nawe. Um, I was writing about my own, um, experience and, um, my anxieties that I had. And then um, because I had so much free time on my hands, um, whereas I would be working normally, I got to spend some time with people that uh, heard about my story and were just there. Like they didn't even know how to help, but they were just, I mean, they just stuck it out with me. I felt like they were checking on, checking in on me every morning, checking in, you know, every day. How are you feeling? Uh, what can we do? And we know there's not much that we can do, but, you know, if it's something just to lift your spirit um you know let's do that and uh that's where that record came from um and yeah i mean, I, just, I, I don't want to go on too long about it but it's just one of those that um there were only three songs that i wrote and those, uh, of course i didn't i didn't have any experience writing uh or producing something of my own um so as soon as i was able to put a period on uh the first song i rented the studio and started recording it a friend of mine owns a uh, home studio, uh, Cellar Studio 39, which is uh, an amazing place. And uh, he hooked me up. He said, hey, uh, bring what you have. Let's record it and let's see if we can put it out.
2: I've got blue in my blood I've got voices, they wake me Can you hear me? You can save me, only you I've got no sand in my eyes Been asking days. can say. you've got. And be here with me. Mm-hmm. I take pride My soul is getting heavy
1: Letters to You, which is a song I, I wrote as actually a sequel um, to the single that I end up releasing in January 2020, Lies of the Devil. Um, Letters to You was about moving on, um, was about finding peace, uh, and was about uh, being able to wish someone well, uh, regardless of the history you've walked through um, that person with. Um, yeah, and then Stupid Love was one of those uh, fun songs. Uh, it's, I actually tell this story all the time. My wife came back home, and asked me what i'd done that day because obviously i didn't have a job and i wasn't doing anything um and uh, i had promised her at the beginning of the year that i was going to work on music because you know i had nothing else going on um and i'd played assassin's creed all day long i swear i swear you're not (laughs) so she asked me what did you do today and uh as i was playing assassin's creed there was this interesting story of one of the characters in the game um, that showed kind of like a, a stupid kind of love, a, a one that gives everything and uh, almost jumps over the cliff, um, you know, knowing, knowing full well that there's no return from it, but it was out of love. Um, so immediately I got a pencil and paper and put it down and I say, hey, I, you know, I actually wrote a song today, so let me play it for you. And uh, that's where that song came from. And um, lucky enough, she liked it. And uh, I took that one to the studio as well.
3: Would be wishing you well, and I never thought that I would finally. Find you, find you, find you well, and I hope this finds you. Find
1: Uh, I'll play. I'll play one for you live with you if okay. you. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just give me. Just give me one moment. Let me. Yeah. Uh, go for it. Up this is uh, a stupid love. I was just telling you about. It.
3: Uh, Honey, I was gone.
2: You see the village
3: on fire. The flames of my fault. Honey, I left my candle right on the bedside table when I left the door. And baby, love to me because the burning desire. The ran to my feet And darling It cost me Oh, i home Well, I'm here With you, baby It's worth the wind call cold. I think I'm in love I'm in love with you I think I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you I think I'm in love with you I'm in love
1: with you
2: I think I'm in love with you Thank
1: you I just played just a little bit of it
0: Very nice, very nice you definitely you have a great voice, man.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it very much. Thank you.
0: You're creating your own home recording studio. I mean, it's more like a private recording studio, not like a basement, but it's like looks like a real you know live room. And do you have a separate like engineer's room, or is it all in, in encompassed in one big room? It's
1: all in one. I still have to sell the idea um, to uh, to Kendra to Kendra's my wife to lose half the garage. And uh-huh. I, I will. I will say like I'll park outside. you can you know you can park inside and then maybe i'll make an expansion um off for like a engineer you know because that would be really cool but um i actually went from you know building this i started off with a size 38 almost 40 pounds which is not bad but i went down to 33 so um i was literally lifting
0: everything (laughs) myself so yeah i didn't mind for a while until i do that so are you like a trained engineer? Are you learning? Are you going to have someone come in and kind of do the engineering for you? What's, what's kind of your plan? So
1: right now, um, I'm working with a couple of, uh, people that I've met in 2020, which has been, uh, it's been really cool to meet all sorts of different people. Um, one of them is a artist, producer, engineer type of person, um, Tanya Taylor. She's really, really amazing. Um and uh once I'm done I'm gonna track everything myself, um, in here because I don't if I make a mistake I'll obviously retrack and try and get, you know, a good, crisp, clean sound. Right. But once I'm done with that, um I'm kinda more gonna sit down with her and her team, uh, kind of go over the songs and um I wanna learn a little bit more about uh, you know, studio engineer or sound engineering before I'm able to say like, okay, I, I'll just mix this one myself because um, I really want to make sure that what you guys hear on this next nice, uh, album is uh, something that a I'm really proud of. Not to say that I'm not proud of on uh, the other stuff, but something that I'm just been really looking forward to share with you guys. So I want to make sure it's perfect.
0: Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I I actually teach an after school recording arts club. I have like six or seven students that come in twice a week, and we teach them how to. Mic everything up and set all the cables up and how signal flow goes. So I would absolutely come to that. Could you tell me where that is? <laughs> it's at the high school I teach at. And
1: being very serious, I will be
0: there. Yeah, you I know what? Me. Actually, if you want, I mean, we can set up a time for you to come in and be like a guest artist that the kids can record, and you can kind of see how the whole thing gets run. If you are interested cool. in doing that,
1: I would absolutely be down for that. Not that would cool. be. All.
0: I will. uh, after the interview, we'll, we'll we'll get some numbers changed around, and uh, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, for sure, I'm down. Work life balance. Um, are you able to keep that under control pretty well, or is there is it difficult sometimes?
1: Um, man, it's seasons. Um, like anything, uh, there are some seasons where work is not that heavy. It's fine, and then there's some seasons where it's just extremely nuts. What I've tried to, um, the principle I've tried to like um, administer this year was buying myself time. Was the whole like concept of time being the currency, right? Um, I I will go in, let's say, to work at you know 5 a.m. till seven, knowing full well that there is nobody there, right? So I can work freely. I don't have to. Um, do whatever, but I want to make sure that by the time I leave, there is no reason that anybody has to call me on the phone. So then that way I can come back home, you know, focus on music, focus on writing. And if I get a call here, text here and there, that's fine. But um, I want to make sure that my, I don't miss out on, you know, something I could be doing. Um, So it's kind of those, one of those stitching time type of things um, and uh, just buying myself time. And it's worked out, pretty good. Um, And my wife and I, we are both very, very busy people, but we also talked about making sure that there's some undisturbed uh, dates and times that we just have for just us. Um, So whatever is on the deck at that point, uh, it cannot take that place. And um, that's kind of how we've tried to do balance music, work, life, uh, family. Um, I cannot say it has worked out every time. Uh, everything has some uh, margin of error, but it's worked out well and I'm willing to keep going with that.
0: Excellent. Excellent. I got a few more questions for you before I let you go. Let's talk about some gigs that have made an impression on you and why either as an artist or as someone in the audience watching a performance. Um. Although, okay. Or I, both.
1: Yeah, no, I got those. Um, so one of the very first ones um, is that need to breathe did a did a uh, a tour. I cannot remember the year. I think it was a probably like twenty thirteen, maybe. Um, it was called the Stomp the Ground Tour, and they did um shows in the smallest of venues, like uh, bars and things like that. And They were a pretty big band, um, but they did shows. And for example, the one that I went to see them at was uh the Bluebird um in Indiana, Indiana. Um, it was one of the coolest things I have ever seen date, um, because here's this band that, you know, normally when you're gone to see them, it was packed, you know, um, theater, like where you so far from, uh, from them. And it almost felt like you were, it was just an experience you get to watch. Um, and really what changed my, uh, changed my mind about, or it really just inspired me was how when they did this one, they wanted to be right next to you as they play. Um, and you could almost feel like their passion and feel their, um, love for what they do. Um, but then it changed from even love from what they do to even almost love for you. And they're just playing their songs, but songs like brothers, songs like different maker that really drew you in and make you, made you feel that like I'm part of this, um, regardless of where, what mind space they wrote it and I right? just, you just kind of felt like you were there with them. Um, and that really kind of inspired me inspired, like how I play my shows as well. And how I engage with the crowd. I just always want to make uh, everybody feel like we're all here. And we're all having this experience and uh, let's go through it together. Let's have fun. Uh, let's make it out on the other side. And so that was um, one of the most um, inspiring um, for me. Um, one that I've, played I played myself was actually this year, I played at the uh, Fox River House um, in Appleton. Um, that was incredible. I mean, um, one, it was one of those shows where I was asked, you know, hey, you're playing only original music, correct? And I was like, okay, yeah, no, that's what we're doing. A lot of the songs that I played, obviously are not recorded and they were brand new. I just finished, you know, the ink wasn't even dry on them. Uh, but I taught them to the band and said, hey, let's go for it. Um, And when we got there, man, the reception, um, a lot of the songs are talking about some stuff that are, um, one, familiar, but also a little bit controversial, too. But it kind of felt like everyone was there for it. Um, Everyone was just uh, engaged, um, excited, uh, which in turn made me excited and engaged. Um, And at the end of the day, um, or at the end of the show, you could almost look everybody in the face and tell them you love them, and if you don't know them so that was uh that was really one of those that um set the bar for me
0: excellent very That must have been a fantastic experience
1: it was it was i i I almost would wish to relive it, and I'm the person that moves on really quick but i I'd definitely go back to that if I could did it get recorded or is it unfortunately not uh no yeah uh, which one of those again that you're like, man, I really wish someone captured this but um also kind of okay with like no one capturing it because then you know uh funny enough when we went back um to play a lot of people that were at that show came to you know the shows that we were playing for the mile of music and uh you know they came up and i could know i knew their faces right away and i said hey how are you doing and they're like do you remember me um i we came out and so i was like no i remember you <laughs> because i almost remember every face that was in there using oh, wow. an time and uh, they were like, yeah, I brought some more friends to come see you. had such a great experience. And uh, we were able to, you know, relieve the moment. And um, so, yeah, I, I'm almost glad it wasn't recorded because uh, it's one of those memories I can
0: carry with me. And um, last one is, what's on your playlist right now? What artists are you listening to that you want to give some shout outs to? They could be local or they could be national headliners or in between.
1: Yeah. Um, so B.K. Hubbardman um she's uh this artist out of, out of uh, so far LA or so uh so out of los, los Angeles okay uh, she is amazing. I got to play with her um here at the end of the year in um october and it was one of those uh just really really amazing shows uh she's super inspiring the story the music her energy everything about that super inspiring um so I'll give a shout out to her um there's a lot of people i listen to on the regular um uh jacob banks i need to breathe um i actually listen to some locals uh like uh Haley clean i don't know if you probably already know Haley clean camera she's one of uh i've know heard any...
0: her name before i haven't talked to her yet though
1: oh she's she's super sweet she's amazing and um she does a really good job her violet wilder um people I listen to on my playlist and uh they're inspiring um i just get inspired listen to their stuff so yeah
0: cool well ben that's all the questions i have for you is there anything that you wanted me to ask you that you wanted to kind of talk about before we end this wrap this up
1: no um i think we talked about everything and you know i i really appreciate you having having me on and uh hope to hope you listen to the stuff when it comes out the new stuff when it comes out i uh, will hopefully drop our first single in march um off of this next project it's
0: gonna be called home and uh yeah hope you're there for it what an excellent interview with ben there i hope you enjoyed listening to his music and listening to um his thoughts on music and how he got to where he is right now um so go check him out uh, go listen to his music um i'm definitely gonna go see him live just like everybody else i've been able to interview over these last year and a half um, as the school year winds down, my time gets more freed up. I definitely want to go out and see as many of the great artists that Wisconsin has to offer. So I hope you enjoyed that episode, and we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot. You let
3: me down for the last time To the fears in my heart I say never mind Now I see right To the lies of the devil
2: and I'm not going to chase the stone.
3: First off, I'm not the gullible baby I know that you've been around Who knows to me said the truth was gonna set us free. That line was just for me. Yours was Judas only true
2: Also I found your calendar, baby.
3: Dirty dates and none of them are mine I should have heard what the lovers say The truth has been there all this time They're gonna find you. You and Joe, we better run. When I come, I swear to God, I'm bringing fire. When I come, I swear to God, I'm bringing fire. When I come, I swear to God, I'm bringing fire.
2: Your eulogy, baby.
3: Two graves and one of them is mine You should have heard what your lover said you should have run when you had the time <laughs> Told the lie